Hello and welcome to the IT Governance Periscope podcast. This week's episode is an investigation into oversight and IT governance products and solutions for organisations whom suffer a data breach. My name is Beth Goodyear and I'll be hosting the show today. I'm here with Colin Curry and Rachel McKinney from GRCI Law. Could you tell us about your experience and your role? Yeah, certainly. Good afternoon. Um, so I come uh, previously from a, a professional services and financial services background. Uh, worked in privacy and data protection for a number of years. Um, most recently in-house as a, a data protection officer for, for my previous employer. Uh, I recently joined GRCI Law um, and I head up the DPO service team, um, making sure that our clients receive the best possible service. And Rachel, how about you? Good afternoon. I have a legal background and prior to joining the DPO services, um, acted for a number of entities on an in-house council basis. Um, so that role encapsulated dealing with commercial disputes, commercial contracts and latterly um, compliance with GDPR. And after which I then joined DPO services and I'm part of Colin's team and assisting clients with GDPR compliance. When we say oversight, we mean the person overseeing the data breach from the organisation, don't we? Yes, Beth. That's a, that's a very good point. Um, when we talk about oversight, the, the oversight of the breach and the management of the breach is crucial um, to how it's portrayed. So, for instance, the role of the DPO in a breach can take on many forms, um, from assisting in the investigation and giving advice to, to the, the individuals on the breach team who are conducting said investigation, all the way through to making the necessary reports uh, to the supervisory authority uh, in the United Kingdom, that's the Information Commissioner's Office. Um, other alternatives, I mean, if, if companies don't have a DPO, yes, there's the possibility of outsourcing that function uh, and certainly taking other professional advice, whether that be legal or consultative. Okay, and Rachel, in what circumstances are organisations required to have a DPO? That's an interesting question, Beth, um, as in certain circumstances, there are requirements to have a DPO. For instance, um, it's mandatory for public authorities and other entities who may be um, undertaking large-scale processing of special category data or large-scale monitoring of personal data. And certainly in those circumstances, a DPO should be appointed. Um, Nevertheless, each organisation should look at the processing activities um, and then undertake an assessment to determine whether or not a DPO should be required as for it won't be mandatory for all organisations to appoint a DPO. So what benefits are there to having a DPO in place whether they're required or not? Well certainly um, if an organisation is undertaking data processing activities then the data the DPO would then become embedded within the organisation, become integral, an integral part of your organisation, understand what activities are underway, understand where uh, the vulnerabilities might exist within your organisation. Um, would then be able to advise upon um, data processing activities, the requirements of GDPR, compliance with GDPR and the continual monitoring of compliance with GDPR as well as guidance coming from the likes of the ICO for instance. It would also mean that there would be a dedicated individual who was able to assist uh, the organisation with any request that came in from a data subject requesting to exercise their uh, rights under GDPR. 
um, for instance, a data subject access request, then being embedded in the organisation, the data protection officer would then be able to assist in collating the information that was necessary uh, to comply with any data subject access request, for instance. Um, So then there would be efficiencies built into that and cost savings as a result. Okay, and Colin, what should businesses do that can't afford to pay the right salary for a DPO and don't have anyone in-house that has the right background? There are a number of ways that uh, organisations who couldn't afford uh, an in-house DPO, whether that be for for salary or not having anyone internally with the the correct background. The GDPR uh, affords the ability to organisations to outsource uh, activities, so the DPO activities. So a number of organisations could have one single DPO uh, as as their registered data protection officer. you see that, you know, for, for example, we see that with um, churches, for example, uh, parishes, uh, a number of churches in a parish will appoint a single DPO. We see other benefits um, from outsourcing data protection services, data protection officer services, um, cost effectiveness for one. So you gener- generally speaking, you'll find that it will cost an organisation less to outsource a DPO than it would to have someone with the, the correct skills and qualifications internally. Um, and the breadth of knowledge and experience. So by outsourcing data protection services to um, a data protection team, for instance, um, you gain the breadth of knowledge and experience from a variety of different market sectors. And what solutions do we offer that might help our listeners in need of a DPO? So we offer a number of uh, solutions, Beth. We have a DPO as a service. Um, So that entails um, myself and my colleagues on my team acting as a data protection officer for, for clients um, and again you know as we discussed on, on, on your previous question you're tapping into a breadth of knowledge and experience across a variety of market sectors in a, a number of years. We also offer data privacy management service, um, a DPO support service and again the DPO support service is for those companies that do have an internal data protection officer but just need that little bit additional support. The Data Privacy Manager service, and essentially where our clients don't require a DPO, so where a DPO is not a mandatory requirement um, for the processing activities that they undertake, and they don't wish to appoint and register a DPO with the Information Commissioner's Office, we're able to step in uh, and assist and advise on processing activities within the organisation, able to offer support and guidance in terms of uh, individual data subjects uh, invoking their rights under GDPR. Okay, that's great. Thank you, Colin and Rachel, for joining us today. You can find out more about the GDPR specifically by visiting itgovernance.co.uk and selecting GDPR from the information drop-down. For further information regarding any of the products and solutions mentioned in this episode, please visit itgovernance.co.uk forward slash data breach reporting and select the market sector of your organisation. You'll be contacted by one of our sector specialists directly, and you can also download any number of our free and tailored resources. Don't forget to follow hashtag BreachReady across social media and protect yourself this summer with IT Governance.